I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Jeff Hatton on the line, and he is the Vice President of Sales and Marketing over at CareShift. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Adam, thanks. Excited to be on. So excited to get more into what you're doing over at CareShift. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit more into your background. So how did you get started in business and in your career? Yeah, my business career has kind of taken a few uh, different turns along the, the road. I'm sure a lot of people can relate. I started out out of college uh, doing a tour in the Marine Corps as an officer. And it was a great experience for me in the mid to late 90s to fulfill a lifelong dream to serve our country and uh, get that experience there. And uh, towards the end of my time there, I met my wife, Connie, and decided to transition out and get married and start a corporate America career. Uh, at that point, I took a job in pharmaceutical sales. I spent the next decade as a sales rep and regional trainer and eventually uh, became a regional director managed teams across Texas, Oklahoma, and Louisiana, just some amazing people that I had the opportunity to work with there. But in the back of my mind, I just always had this burning desire to own my own business. It's something my wife and I would talk about at night and didn't know how to do it. I wasn't an entrepreneur naturally, uh, but we began to talk about what types of things we could do. She's a registered nurse and the healthcare field was something we were familiar with. So uh, around 2010, I met a couple of guys named Dave Goodman and Frank Esposito, who are my current partners at CareShift. At the time, they were running a national network of uh, training and, and consultation and helping people start non-medical home care businesses, which is the, the business that we chose. And so took some training from those guys and, and launched my local company in, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area called Fidelis Home Care and uh, began to serve seniors in the non-medical space and did that for several years and learned the ropes and became very successful. Uh, around 2013, Dave and Frank asked me to join the team on the national level to train and coach other folks in the startup of their non-medical home care businesses. And from 2013 to 2016, I had the opportunity to work with over 30 non-medical home care startups across the country. And just to this day, one of the things I'm most proud of is having people like myself share my experience with them and, and get them started in home care. So, as we're running our agency in Dallas and helping people start agencies all across America, around 2016, Dave and Frank and I sat down to dinner and we said, wouldn't it be great if we could pull together all the best practices and all the things that we've learned over the years? Those guys have been in this space for over 30 years apiece and wow. build a new non-medical home care brand built on all these best practices that we had. And so that was where CareShift was, was birthed three years ago. We've been doing that, pulling all that stuff together, and we officially launched that brand just last week. Oh, man, that's absolutely amazing. I love to see this progression and um, and, what, and how CareShift came about, and I want to get more into that and what you guys are doing present day. Um, however, I know there's some younger entrepreneurs and some people that are just getting started out there, and they're thinking about sales as a career. 
And I know that, you know, you, you started out in sales. Obviously, right now you're the um, vice president of sales and marketing. So, you're, you know, you're a sales sales guy. Um, and uh, I know that that term means different things uh, for different people. But what kind of advice would you give to that new entrepreneur or even that new college grad that maybe is going to go working and thinking of a career path about a career in sales? Sure. So lots of people are attracted to sales for a number of reasons. Uh, if you're a gregarious person or an extrovert, uh, you like being with people and building relationships and doing relationship-style sales. Uh, that was certainly the case for me. Um, but as a kid, I had the fortune to uh, have my dad work for Zig Ziglar. Uh, growing up in the 80s, uh, I grew up around Zig, and he's considered one of the greatest salesmen of all time. And uh, I adopted as my personal mantra, Zig's mantra, that you can have everything in life that you want if you just help enough other people get what they want. And so it turns the focus away from ourselves. And, and we like to win awards and we like to get good commission checks as salespeople. And all that's important. And we're not doing this you know, as volunteer work. But when we think of sales from a service perspective, how can I really serve this person's need? And a lot of books and, and a lot of authors have keyed in on that, but I think it still gets missed. A lot of times people think about what are the right words to use or what are the right formulas to follow. I just recommend people think about it from a service perspective. It also takes a lot of pressure off of you as a salesperson. You really focus on that client and what their needs are. and you take care of them, then you will be taken care of on the backside. It just, it's the law of the universe. It works that way. Oh, I love it. And I knew you were a Zig guy. Don't don't ask me how I knew. I knew it, though. And I'm a Zig guy for sure. I didn't want to stereotype because of the Texas thing. I wasn't going to say that. But I was like, no, this is a Zig guy for sure. I love that He's you great. that. Um, no, absolutely. I love it. I, I mean, all, all his books, everything else, I still, for the, for some of the, by the way, for some of the younger listeners out there, maybe you haven't, and this is going to sound interesting, Jeff, but you know, they're, they're, you're 20 years old out there listening to this podcast right now. Maybe you haven't even heard of Zig Ziglar. I, I, I um, highly encourage you to go to YouTube and just type in Zig Ziglar. So if you just type in Zig, Z-I-G, I'm pretty sure it'll come up. Very unique first name. I don't think anybody else, he was, he was worried about anybody else having his, uh, um, for SEO, right? <laughs> like back in the yeah, day, it really helped <laughs> when, it, when it didn't when it didn't exist, right? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, I love it. Um, well, let, let's change it up a bit, Jeff. I want to get more into what you're doing over at CareShift. So first, um, you, you kind of gave us the transition into where you're where you were going with it. Tell us a little bit more about the company. And I believe you said it started three years ago today. Right. Right. So. I think it might be helpful, first off, just for people to understand when we say what non-medical home care is. I mean, it sounds like kind of a strange way. It's a non-medical, but yet it is medical or it is home health, and those terms get thrown around sometimes interchangeably. And so when we think of health care or senior health care, we think of uh, physical therapists and speech therapists and, and Medicare-provided services that uh, folks over 65 might receive, that's the home health component. So that's considered medical home health. Uh, we're in the side of the space called non-medical. So these are supportive services, caregiver services. So our clients engage with us on an hourly basis to come and do things like assistance with activities of daily living, bathing, grooming, toileting. We cook. We do light housekeeping. We run errands. And so our caregivers are in folks' homes. It's very intimate, very personal. And they'll be there for a few hours a day, up to 24 hours a day, if someone's in transition home from the hospital or the rehab. So that's what the business itself is. Our, our product is peace of mind. That's really what the non-medical home care space is out there uh, doing. And then obviously, you know, everyone's aware of the baby boomer generation and the demographic shift that our country is going through where we're going to have a, an explosion in the number of folks that are over 65. So 
a lot of folks are jumping into this space right now because they see it as a great opportunity. Uh, what we've built with CareShift is a brand that we think will be a little bit different in that uh, we really are focused on that success through service mindset. So we don't want to just get in this business and, and see how many folks that we can send invoices to. We want to get into this business and see how many folks that we can serve at a really, really high level with those uh, peace of mind type services. No, I love it. And it makes sense. And when we think about the trend of um, exactly what you mentioned with baby boomers, and um, it's going to be just one of those things. There's a shortage, definitely. And um, something else I find pretty interesting is just how technology and home care is changing to where, um, you know, it's possible that we'll all, as we age, be able to stay in our homes uh, even longer, which will obviously also make your business even that much more important. Um, can, you care, can you comment on any of those trends that you're seeing from your vantage point um, in general? Because you've been in the industry for a long time. Sure. Uh, just from a technology perspective, I think that there's some exciting things happening, and, and more of that is coming. I think that we, through, through the use of cameras, through the use of touch technology, uh, through the use of face recognition, there's more and more simple to install uh, technology that's going to allow families to monitor loved ones from a distance. And I see our industry incorporating a lot of that technology. Um, we are able to track our caregivers now through GPS, you know, something that 10 years ago we wow. weren't quite there with technology and, and every cell phone. So we know the instant a caregiver arrives at a client's home, for example, um, and we know that if a caregiver doesn't arrive, technology can alert us that, that there's, there's a late notice there. So that trend is only going to continue and, and get better. It's not a threat to our industry. It's actually what's going to make us uh, even more effective at providing a high quality of care. And just in terms of the industry itself and the growth, my goodness, you know, we'll have a shortage of caregivers. I think that's the real challenge that this industry faces in the future mm -hmm. is that uh, there'll be more than enough folks that need these services, but not necessarily enough folks to, to fill all the shifts out there. Wow, that's uh, I mean that's, that's um, definitely going to happen as we can see going forward. Um, that being said, what do you find is uh, so for your particular business, CareShift? What do you think is next on the horizon? So how do you plan on continuing to scale this to help more and more people um, throughout? And by the way, I didn't ask you. Um, you're working with people throughout the country, or only in Texas, or I'm guessing this, this is nationwide. Am I right? It'll be a nationwide brand. We're choosing okay. specifically to launch in Texas uh, okay. because it's a great marketplace to do that, and we want to build a community of franchisees here in the mm. state. But certainly we're also looking across the borders to all the neighboring states regionally, and we predict that it'll be a nationwide brand in just a couple of years. Wow, that's really exciting. Um, so if somebody's listening to this and they want more information on CareShift because maybe they're in the industry, they're thinking of entering the industry, um, what's the best way for them to uh, to reach out and to learn more? Sure. So our website is careshift.com, www.careshyft. And I'll just uh, take a second to say the why is, is somewhat intentional and, it, and it's something that's a bit of a play on words so care shift why the why there so many people in business right now are, are asking the question what's your why or discover your why you see that buzz language thrown around a lot and we're really latching on to that is the foundation of what's going to make care shift different so we're looking for people who have that Ziegler mindset or who have that uh, success through service mindset that's their why we get into this space a lot of times because we care about seniors and we care about them having a high quality of care 
And sometimes that can get lost in trying to run payroll or trying to uh, hit certain objectives. And so we want people who really have a greater vision of the senior care business to partner with us uh, in, in our franchise so that, that that why is always central to what we're doing. So care shift with a why is is a little bit of a play on words, but it's it's why we chose that name as well. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, well, hey, Jeff, really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and all the great work you're doing over at CareShift. i um, excited to stay updated on that. And to the audience, as always, hope you got a lot of value out of this. Thank you for tuning in. If you did, uh, don't forget to leave us a review on the Apple iTunes store. Um, subscribe to the podcast. Uh, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. And, Jeff, thanks again for coming on the show. Thank you.